happening this week on your favorite soap opera. It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. Hope that everyone has had a great week so far. The weekend is here, or it's just about here for you guys out west. But if you're listening to the show, I suspect that you've got an early start to your weekend anyway. Now, it's only July, but this is already the third Friday the 13th show that we've done this year. It's a little spooky, especially if you consider there was only one Friday the 13th in 2010, and one in 2011. So if you're superstitious, this has probably been a very scary year for you. There's some good news, though. The good news is that there won't be another Friday the 13th until September 2013. So we're talking more than a year. If you can get through today, it's only about, oh, what, six hours here on the East Coast. If you can get through today, you're clear sailing for at least another year. I guess the other good news, too, is that We've always managed to have some really great guests here on Soap Central Live on Friday the 13th, and we're going to keep that streak alive here this week. Coming up a little later in the show, General Hospital's Lisa LoCicero will be dropping by. Some of you may not know this, but in addition to being part of our soap universe, Lisa's also part of the Star Trek family. I have to wonder which fans are more passionate, soap fans or the Trekkers and Trekkies? We're going to ask her that question, see if she gives us an answer. And, of course, we'll be talking about some other stuff as well. Lisa's also going to be playing the $250 Soap Pyramid and taking your calls. So you may want to hit the call-in lines as soon as you're able to. The call-in number is toll-free, 866-472-5788. Again, it's 866-472-5788. You can also follow along with in-show comments on Twitter at Soap Central Live. And you can tweet your questions and comments throughout the show. I'll check in to read some of your messages, see what you guys are saying. If you have questions for Lisa, I can pass them along to her as well, if for some reason you're not able to call in. And also, in honor of Friday the 13th, I've also been asking you guys for your picks on the unluckiest characters in soap opera history. I'll be peeking in to see what you guys are saying on Facebook and Twitter and to read off some of those as well during the show. I'm trying to think if I have any Quick picks for unlucky characters. They all seem to be unlucky if you ask me, but there's some interesting suggestions that you guys have there. One we're definitely going to have to talk about. But, of course, up first, it's time to take one final look back at this year's daytime Emmys. As you probably know, this year I had not one, but two co-hosts on the red carpet, all my children's Chriselle Staus and General Hospital's Haley Poulos. This is the first time for both of them on the other side of the red carpet and I thought that you might like to hear what it was like for them. So let's welcome back become a regular fixture here on the show. She's sort of my co-host, I guess, unofficially. Haley Fullos from General Hospital. Welcome back to Soap Central Live, Haley. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just I'm I'm nervous about this Friday the thirteenth thing. I'm not superstitious, but everybody else seems to be, so you never know what's gonna happen. So let yeah. me ask you, are you superstitious? I'm actually not superstitious, but I was just driving in the car with my friend and we saw I think like four or five car accidents on the side of the road. Wow. Yeah, it was okay. crazy. Uh do you know anybody? You don't have to give any names, but do you know anybody who's superstitious? I don't think I do. You know, it's it's funny to me. They always say that uh, other than athletes, actors are some of the most superstitious people. And everyone who I've had here on a show, or particularly on a Friday the 13th, nobody seems to be superstitious. So, huh. so much for that theory. Yeah, that's funny. Daytime Emmys, uh, June 23rd. They're in the past now. I had a great time. Let me ask you, did you enjoy yourself being on the other side of the red carpet? Oh, my gosh, I totally did. It was such a cool experience because I've never done anything like that before. So what was it going in? What did you expect it to be? And was it everything that you expected it to be? Um, I, I think I expected it to be a little more low-key and just kind of more relaxed. But when it happened, it was all kind of, it was like, oh, oh, my God, this person's coming. We have to interview them. And it was crazy. So it was still, it was still, um, like, it wasn't stressful or anything, but it was a little different. It's fast. It doesn't seem like it would be. I mean, I guess people at home maybe think that 
you know, you stand there and, and every couple of minutes somebody comes by and they talk to you and then they move on and you wait and someone else comes along. And it's nothing like that. No, it's really not. It's, I don't know how to, it's sort of, uh, when you see those uh, Black Friday shopping things where people are lined up outside of the Walmart or the Target for the doors to open and they all zoom in and go crazy, that's pretty much, that's pretty <laughs> much what it's like. That's actually a really good description. Now, I know that beforehand, when, before the camera started rolling, you told me that you were a little bit nervous about it, um, you know, being it was your first time doing the interviews. How far into the process did you maybe not end up being nervous anymore? Oh, um, probably like the second or third interview because I actually like, I got some of my questions down and I knew more of the people because a lot of them were from GH and I, I kind of got how everything was going to flow. Well, everybody that I've spoken to has said that your interviews were amazing. And in terms of being nervous, you went all in with the first interview. You went for Jonathan Jackson. So that's got to be a great way. <laughs> that's got to be a great way to start off the interviews. Yeah. Well, I'm glad everyone liked them. Who was your favorite interview? I, I think Frank was probably my favorite just because he ended up interviewing me. And that's something that I'm actually used to. <laughs> He did, and I have to say that was my favorite interview as well, uh, particularly the part where, you know, he had asked you just sort of innocently, was this your first Emmys? And you said, no, 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 it's two. And then you looked at him and said, is this your first daytime <laughs> Emmys? <laughs> He's like, no, this is like maybe 15. And he grabbed the microphone from you and, and started interviewing you. I thought that was, it was really, really fun. And I think probably just for, for us out there who don't get to see him on screen, that probably was a really good representation of the kind of guy that, Frank Valentini is. Yeah, that's that's a good point. People um, were really able to see his personality that way. Was there anyone who you wanted to speak to who maybe you didn't get a chance to? Either they they went by before we had a chance to grab them, or you didn't see them. Um, probably Chad. He uh, he was standing by the side or something, and my mom talked to him. And she said, hey, Chad, Haley's doing interviews all the way at the end. You should go talk to him or talk to her. And he nodded his head and kind of walked away. And my mom expected him to come say hi to me. But he never came. And so I talked to him the next day I was on set. And he was like, wait, I I didn't know she told me to do that. I couldn't hear her. (laughs) I will say, uh, your mom was behind the scenes and she was grabbing people and waving flags and, you know, (laughs) uh, blinking lights and everything to say, yoo-hoo we're over here so she was a good handler we have to we have to have her back next year as well yeah we should she's pretty good at that well not just her we have to make sure that you're there as well i'm telling you now daytime emmys 2000 whatever the next year is 2013 we want you there so hopefully you'll uh you'll have time to think about it and agree absolutely Good. Uh, I like having, uh, I've got my tie picked out for next year and now I've got my red carpet date. This will be amazing. Good stuff. (laughs) One of the, uh, well, there were some interviews that you sort of did, but they weren't to people. I saw that you were very taken by Jack Hanna's animals. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I have this thing about me. I'm kind of obsessed with animals like it it doesn't matter what kind of animal it is I love it I don't care if it's a snake I don't care if it's a a shark I love animals all kinds and I freak out when I see an animal are there any animals that you don't like no I can't think of a single one snails well that doesn't really count as an animal that's more of an insect I think it's a gastropod. It's a, it's a, let's see, what is it? it it's a mollusk. So, uh, we'll, we'll let that one, but how about a frog? Do you I consider like a frog? You okay, yeah. like frogs. Uh, let me think. What else? Try to think of just, how about warthogs? I love those. They're so cute. They're cute. I don't know that I would say that they're cute, <laughs> but okay. Let me, let, let me think. I'm trying to think of an animal that only, you know, they say only a mother could love. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of at a loss. So I'll just, I'll have to take you at your word and say that you like all the animals, but my challenge is for folks out there who are listening to Google, find the most bizarre animal you can, send them to us, and we'll find out what Haley's uh, opinions are of these animals, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down. <laughs> How is Kevin? 
Oh, my gosh. He's amazing. I love him so much. For those of you out there who don't know, as part of our red carpet pre-show extravaganza, uh, I presented Haley with a little pigeon, little uh, anime pigeon creature, and she has decided to name it Kevin. There's a complete video, along with all of the interviews that we did on the red carpet over at SoapCentral.com slash Emmys. There's, I think, over an hour or so of interviews that people can go and check out. And again, let's see, who do we, you talk to Jonathan Jackson, you talk to uh, Nathan Parsons, you talk to uh, Maurice Bernard. I think you might've been the only one to really talk to Maurice on the red carpet, which is a great, uh, a great coup for you. And he wandered, he found you, he came over and he talked and uh, his lovely wife was there as well. It was, it was, like I said, I mean, we really got to talk to pretty much, Everybody as they walk down the red carpet. Yeah, you um, you have my mother to thank for the uh, Maurice Bernard interview. I told you we got to make sure we got to keep her around. We got to find a <laughs> we got to get her an agent. Make sure that she she sticks around and she uh, steers people towards our spot on the red carpet next year. Absolutely, she's really good at that. So I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Obviously, as being part of the General Hospital cast, it must have been. A very big celebration for you. A lot of your co-stars were winners of Emmys. The show itself was named Outstanding Drama Series. You did squeal a couple of times in the press room when awards were announced. Uh, true confessions. <laughs> what was the whole night for you like when you stepped back in front of the camera? I mean, it had to have been a really good feeling. Um, it, it was a really good feeling. Um, I, I just, I mean, I didn't really do any interviews after but i did one with a couple of the directors and it was a lot of fun just because i i did get to hold one of the emmys and that was huge that it was so amazing um and we just kind of talked about how thankful we were it, it was it was really great for folks out there who have never had an opportunity to hold an emmy or steal an emmy which <laughs> i did last year it's heavy Oh, yeah. It's really heavy. You I mean, have to hold it with two hands. Like, it's so heavy. Uh, we've heard from other people in the past, uh, other winners. They've hurt themselves on the Emmys. You know, they've, they've left it under their seat while they were in the audience, and people have gotten their clothes caught on it, or they've punctured skin. I mean, it, it's a weapon. It's, it's a... <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it's, what, about six pounds. It's got those big pointy wings. It's got a uh, the big globe that it's holding up. I'm surprised that there hasn't been a soap opera villain who hasn't tried to use one yet as some sort of diabolical weapon. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good idea. Don't give, especially Heather Weber, don't give her any ideas. She's crazy. <laughs> uh, so while, while we're talking about crazy, it's not really a, a good segue, but I mentioned that... Uh, I've posted on Twitter and Facebook asking soap fans for their ideas of who they think is the most unlucky character in the history of soap operas. And I'm wondering, from your experiences on General Hospital, can you think of any characters that just seem to be really unlucky? Um, I don't really watch any of the other shows, so I'm going to have to pull from GH. But mm -hmm. i I got to say, Christina is really unlucky just because she's ended up in the hospital like seven times because of her boyfriend that's a good point yeah yeah that's not the luckiest little girl in the world well lucky isn't much luckier either now that i'm thinking about it that's probably an, an odd choice of name he's had yeah that's substance actually really funny and, uh yeah you know i guess anytime you name your your children Something like that. They seem to go the opposite. If, you're, if they're lucky, they're unlucky. If they're faith, they're unfaithful. If they're, I don't know, there's, there's a whole bunch of other uh, potential there. I also think Sam hasn't exactly had the most lucky of, of mm. runs as well. She's had a lot of, of heartbreak. Yeah, she definitely has. What about Molly? What do we think about her? Molly, uh, after yesterday's episode, I'm I'm gonna have to say she's pretty lucky to now have the opportunity that she has with TJ. There's, I remember, I guess it was last week when they were doing some of the previews. There was a preview at the very end of the show for, I guess, either the next episode or Monday's episode, and it showed 
<laughs> Nancy Lee Grand screaming <laughs> at the top of her lungs. And I was so excited with that preview. I couldn't wait for the next day to be able to go on and, and see it in context and hear her. Yow! It was crazy. <laughs> I, I was on set when she did that scream and it was the funniest thing. I, I had the hardest time not laughing because it was so funny. It's so Nancy. So that's, does she scream often like this? <laughs> <laughs> um, she doesn't scream often. I can just see her doing that kind of thing. Okay, um, just for folks out there who are wondering some of the other uh, examples, the one that I said was the most interesting for One Life to Live folks, people picked Mitch Lawrence, who is one of the show's just worst villains, uh, Haley, since I know that you had mentioned that you're not really familiar with a lot of the other shows. But this character was killed maybe a dozen times, and I think he came back just about a dozen times. So for me right there, that disqualifies him from being unlucky. Anybody who can cheat death about a dozen times is pretty lucky on, on my calendar. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to agree. That is... Uh, that that takes really special talent, and I think that talent is a very lucky skill. We have, uh, I'm not sure if it's uh, to be pronounced or if it's just a handle, but it's F-L-A-C-A-A-6, who mentioned Edward Quartermain and said that Edward has outlived most of his family on GH. That's a really good point. It seems like there's a lot of Quartermains who are no longer with us. Hmm. So that's that's a good point that he's... He's had seen a whole lot of, of heartache as well. We have from Stephanie Lucas one, they have a she's a mention for Days of Our Lives and says Roman Brady, when he is presumed dead, his wives always fall in love with John Black. Oh, uh, see, this is what you have to look forward to as you as you get older, your character's just gonna have all kinds of, of craziness. Uh you know, the the whole presumed uh dead and wide well, husbands, I guess, and, and Children that you never knew that existed. And mm. It's very interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff that goes on on the soaps behind the scenes and uh, in storylines. Yeah. It is really interesting. Well, I, oh, we have another comment here. We have someone says that Helena Cassidyne is very lucky. She's apparently uh, gotten herself out of a lot of ordeals. She's tried to do things over the years, and she's, I don't think, really ever gone to jail. We'll have to we'll have to see if she's ever spent any time in in the the clink as folks call it. We also have that Monica is unlucky. She's lost three children, her husband. It's a whole three, well three and a half, I guess, because you know there's this interesting stuff. I'm, I'm reading the the live tweets. People are have a lot of opinions here, so I'm going to wrap up this segment because I know that we're almost out of time here and. We don't want you to give away any story information, but what do fans have to look forward to from some of your storylines without going too much into detail? Um, there is a couple very, very cute scenes with Molly and TJ. Okay. Um, and there's also some very awkward scenes with Molly, TJ, Sean, and Alexis. Ooh, we like awkward. Awkward makes for good television. <laughs> it's it's very funny, actually. Hmm. Well, that's a really good TC. Now everybody's out there trying to figure out what's going to go on and what's going to happen. That's that's why we don't like to give too much detail because yeah. certainly we want people to tune in tomorrow or in this case to tune in on Monday and, and see what's happening on the show and all that other good stuff. So that should be a lot of fun. For What about you? We're in July here. I'd imagine you're out of school for the summer, any big summer vacation plans, anything that you're looking forward to doing other than, you know, reading books and adding up stuff on the abacus and all that other great stuff? <laughs> um, no real summer vacations, but we are actually in the process of moving. I'm currently sitting on the floor of an almost empty living room, so... That'll be fun. I'm really excited to move into this new house. Um, it was my birthday three days ago. And Happy belated birthday. Thank you very much. And uh, I had a couple friends go bowling at City Walk. Um, that's pretty much the story of my summer. So your birthday, you must be what, old enough to drive and vote and stuff now? Oh, for sure, of course. 
course. That makes so much better. We'll uh, we'll work on that for the red carpet next year. We'll do a whole. We'll drive there. I'll let you take the wheel. Maybe not. Actually, you wouldn't be any better with me driving, so we'll hire a driver uh, oh, for next perfect. year. <laughs> we'll that, that's probably that. a much better idea. <laughs> I think it is. Well, Haley, I want to thank you so much for dropping by and sharing your first behind-the-camera red carpet experience from the Daytime Emmys. And, of course, I know that you're welcome to come back here anytime. I hope that you know that as well, and we'll talk about all kinds of stuff. And we're already looking forward to Daytime Emmys 2013. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. We're going to take a quick break, everybody out there. We'll be back with more of Soap Central Live in just about two minutes. Stay tuned. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. My next guest survived a serial killer on ABC's Loving and moved to the show's spinoff, The City, where she survived a couple more serial killers. She's explored space, the final frontier, and earned legions of fans from the Star Trek universe. But, of course, she's still very much a fan favorite for her role as Olivia Falconeri on ABC's General Hospital. Lisa LeCicero, welcome to Soup Central Live. Dan Kroll, I love your radio ways. You're really cracking me up. That was a great intro. <laughs> well, I'm glad, you know, and I, the whole time I was thinking you have the perfect Oprah name. Lisa LeCicero! So, I was very excited to be able to, you know, sort of... Ah, you rocked that out. Me. I like that. I like that. If only I had Oprah money, we would. It would be a totally different show. You know what? A, if only Oprah would want me on her show, that would also be great. Then uh, we could both go together, Dan. You and me. That would be amazing. But we couldn't do it on a Friday the Thirteenth because a lot of people are superstitious. Haley in the last segment That's said you. she's not superstitious. Nope. What about you? I'm going to have to uh, join with Haley. Join join forces for for good and say not particularly. This today has been a, a pretty good day. Uh, nothing bad's happened, other than the fact that I was just uh, cleaning dog pee out of my rug uh, before before I called you. So don't be jelly, everyone. So unless you count, yeah, unless you count the dog peeing on the rug is really bad luck, then it's been a pretty good day so far. I had a porcupine try to eat my shoe on the red carpet at the Emmys. I think dog pee is probably <laughs> an easier way to go. I saw that thing. It was really cool. When you see the quills up close. Well, 
don't tell Haley because she's a big animal advocate. She may actually even know this, but the porcupine and I squared off on the red carpet. Really? And I actually have some of its quills here sitting in a little frame on my desk. Did you like pick them off of his back or just he got angry at you and ejected them towards you? Well, they don't eject their quills. They actually just back up. That's, the, I guess, the oh. misconception. Jack Hanna explained this. It was... You know, more oh. than we probably needed to know. But, yeah, their defense mechanism is they back up into you and, and uh, shove them in. I don't know where they came from. That's but way less there. offensive than I always assumed a porcupine would be. I thought they shot them out like on a cartoon, like well, like bullets. Did you think that uh, coyotes held up little signs and roadrunners went meep, yes. meep to? <laughs> to, the, to Acme, uh, w- Acme birds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I assume. That's the world I live in. So, <laughs> I don't know about the world that we live in here, but it certainly is an interesting world. But for I know the folks out there who want to be part of this world and call Excellent. in and talk to Lisa, they can oh, call in at 866-472-5788. We do have some folks on the line already. We're going to take a call from mm-hmm. Brian down in Georgia. Brian, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello, uh, Lisa. Hey, Brian, how are you? I'm I'm doing good. Uh, I, I actually wanted to see if you... Uh, remembered me um i met you and brandon back in august of 2010 at the uh soap nation down in uh mapleton georgia oh i remember going the down there and yeah, uh, we... y'all y'all are both behind the fence and i'm the guy walked up in the uh, white <laughs> t-shirt said i get to get my uh picture the, made with y'all the guy in the the guy in the white t-shirt yeah. It sounds like you're a big fan, Brian, so I'd imagine there are a lot of questions that have been burning in your head, and this is your big chance. What's your biggest question that you have for Lisa? Okay, uh, let's see. Yeah, pick a winner. Uh, Lisa, would you, would, you, uh, would you be interested in sometime down the road, you know, because, you know, they've got a you know, they, they got storyline going on right now with, yeah. you know, with uh, Carly, and they got it going on with... Uh, Connie with, you know, Sonny. You yeah. Know, he's been with him, and I, I know that I know that you and him had a storyline together. But sure. would you be interested sometime down the road with working with Sonny again? Well, it's always great to work with Sonny. I mean, that's 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 a given. I I, I say that all the time. He's he's just he's he's sort of uh, magic to work with. He's one of those actors uh, that that is just sort of so present that. You don't even have to, you don't even really have to, to act. He just sort of like turns those eyes on you and it's all just, uh, goes, goes from there. Now, I mean, like, as, in terms of what the, uh, what the writers have in mind, um, I, I, I really, I really don't know. I mean, my, my personal experience of working with Maurice, I'll do it any day of the week because it's, it's just sort of, it's like acting joy. <laughs> But, but, um, you know, I want to see what the, whatever the writers, you know, have in store for us is, is what they're going to do. But I mean, that, that's a, that's a great question. I love, I love working with Maurice. I, I think he's got his hands full with, uh, with Connie at the moment. And it is also nice to be, um, sort of a, a, a confidant with, with Sonny and just sort of like be a, a friend and someone that he trusts. And, uh, you know, it took us a while to get to that point, of course, after he, uh, you know, shot our kid and that kind of thing. <laughs> minor detail, minor, minor detail. detail. I want to thank you for your call and your question, Brian. Uh, you were mentioning it's up to the writers to sort of craft the storylines for your character. Well, let's yeah. go back to not writing. Let's talk about you in general. Did you uh-huh. ever expect that you would be on the wonderful world of soap operas here. Was that part of your game plan, or is acting something that sort of popped up along the way unexpectedly? Oh, you mean at, at what point? I mean, I, I, I knew I was, I knew I was going to be an actor maybe uh, early teens is sort of when I made that decision. That's, that's, that's when I recall uh, announcing it to my parents in the backseat of the car driving home from the mall. How did that um, go? You know, there was a long pause. There was a lot of, uh, I mean, they always, they, they knew it was going to be something like that. I was, I played a lot of instruments and was a dancer and was always in plays and that kind of thing. It wasn't like it was coming completely out of the blue. Um, but it was, it was, it really was more about which of the, of the disciplines that I was involved in was I going to make my main focus, you know? Um, and that was the one that, it, it, and it did, and it occurred to me that that was really the thing that, that I enjoyed most along about the age of, 13 and from that time on um you know that that's that's where a lot more of my attention 
went. I knew that that's the kind of college there, uh, you know, that I wanted to go to. I knew I was going to move to New York as soon as I graduated high school, which I did. Um, so yeah, and, and as I've said before, I mean, General Hospital was, was my show. I mean, like, that's my story. When I, when I was, when I, and I, and I apologize because I know I've told this story a hundred thousand million times, but <laughs> my story was Heather Weber, Joe, and you know, that, the baby with the, with the, with the iced tea turning the spinny Lazy Susan. I couldn't, the, the, just the, the idea that that baby would grow up and be my TV boyfriend is, is completely unbelievable. If people, you know, are into, you know, the secret and manifesting and stuff, like, I, I like the specificity that I manifested some stuff with here is, is kind of crazy. So even, I say, even on like a bad day at work, it's, it's, it's still pretty, pretty nice. And I did, it, it does sometimes still shock me a little bit. You know? Well, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, even for me, as someone who was a soap fan, I mean, I think obviously everybody listening here is a soap fan, yeah. to be able to interact and talk to you guys and do all that other stuff, it certainly was nothing that I ever expected to happen. Yeah. So everything happens for a reason. Well, and yeah. You just sort of have to look to see exactly what it is and see what your lesson is and see what your takeaway. Oh, gosh, we're, we really are turning into the Oprah show here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now all you need to do is talk about the shape of poop and all that yeah. other stuff. Does it float we'll, we'll or be... not? I don't know. I'm going to pull out a, a, a one. What was one pound of fat look like? And <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've we've come full circle. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not just me that has a chance to talk to you guys and to no. meet you. There's every year General Hospital Fan Club Weekend. It's coming yeah. up next weekend, and there's an event. My mouth is watering a little bit here. It's called. The Taste of Italy. Taste it's your fan, Italy. your fan club moment. Let's talk about it. it sounds like food. It's got to be food. Well, we do. Yeah, we serve. We serve a, a, a little breakfast. I think a lot of people serve serve food at the day. It's not like I'm making. I don't want to. I don't want to misrepresent myself. It's not like I'm making like a lasagnas for everybody, like I would do on the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have. Uh, we do greet people at the door with prosecco mimosas, which is a little taste of Italy right there when you get there. Uh, that was the little thing we started last year. Only if you're old enough, though. Um, Sorry, Haley. And I, yeah, <laughs> I have so much fun doing that every year. Um, we just we have a ball. It's it, it, there's like the core group, and then there's always some new ones that come along. And you know, you really get to know the people who care the most about the story that you're telling when you go to work. And hear their thoughts and hear, you know, how they're feeling about the show in general and your storyline in specific and, and, you know, get, get a, get a read on that. That, that's worth a lot to me, you know, and, and, and it's just enjoyable because you figure anyone that's going to be there in that room, uh, you know, likes the work that you do and, and what could be, it's a tremendous honor. You know, if three people showed up, I'd be thrilled and, and amazed, but it's, it, it winds up being a nice, a nice crowd of ladies, most, mostly ladies and some fellas. Some ladies, I think, bring their husbands along. Um, <laughs> Do you know if there are the still tickets? Are there, stick, uh, are there still tickets available for the event if folks yeah. want to? There we go. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Taste of Italy. Uh, you go on to Sherry Evans' uh, webpage. Sheesh, I should have my information here ready. Um, you're not, is not, uh, what is, what is Sherry's? It's soapstarevents.com, I believe. Soapstarevents.com? Okay, yeah, it's Friday, this coming there. up Friday the 20th, morning time, uh, uh, um, I think it's like 10 it starts. I'll be there on time, I promise. Um, and we have a ball. Yeah, if anyone's out there and, and considering, we always, we always take care of our, uh, of our people and then, you know, go around and get, get a chance to really talk to everyone and, 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 uh, you know, spend a little bit of time. We're going to make sure that we post the link. So for folks who want to go there, again, it's it's in California. So if you're in California or if you're heading there, it's next weekend. You'll have a whole lot of opportunities to do some great stuff with General Hospital fans, particularly for you to interact with fans. So should we take another call? Excellent. All right. Let's go to the phones. We have Heather from New York. Heather, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello. Hey, Heather. Hello. How does it feel being stalked yourself? Especially on Friday the 13th, my favorite day. I'm sorry, do you not remember my name? Heather? Oh my goodness. Lisa, it's Robin. I was gonna say for, you know what? I was about to make a joke. I was about to say, I hope it's not Heather Weber calling, but it is 
Heather Weber calling. How did I get so lucky? I just, I, well, I didn't want to scare you too long. You know, I was, <laughs> I was, I was scared and I, I knew sure, was. you know. I actually kind of speaking, recognized your voice a little bit. You have a very distinctive <laughs> voice, Robin. I was trying to be scary. Um, it worked. <laughs> and speaking of stalking, yes, oh. when is your fan club party again? Because I just didn't catch the date and, you know, are you guys? I like this. I'm just saying. <laughs> you oh never my god! Might surprise you, dude. If you show that would, honest to God, that would be that would be the best day of my life. It is Friday, the twentieth. I'm going to be there. If you came there, I, you know, then then it would really be the taste of Italy. Then I'll make a lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're a real chef, so you probably don't want to s- taste my lasagna. But that's what but, I was going to say. We need to get Robin cook. <laughs> Yes, that would be, Robin, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Cook lasagna for 100 people or so? You'd oh, like that. yeah, not a problem. <laughs> we could do it together. Come on over to my kitchen. Robin, we would have so much fun. You have to come. Now you have to come visit. You have to come visit. Uh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. You asked me long ago, and this is me lending you my support, and you've been such a great friend and such a wonderful actress to work with on the oh. show and the stuff uh, the last couple of days with Stephen Lars, even though, <laughs> you know, I saw a moment in your eyes. I swear you always, you said, well, I'm going to back up my boyfriend, my Stephen Lars, and if he <laughs> believes in his mother, I will do the best. We will find her a lawyer together. <laughs> I know you really want to like me. <laughs> I do. Anyway, I love you. I love working with you, and I... Hate what I have to do to you. Well, you know what? But though it was fun. As I'm laying here, well, I think we probably both still have some bruises on our legs from that. Well, I know, but we can't go there. No, I know. Okay. Although, although there were some things already on the preview. Oh, there's there's a there's a scuffle, all there's right. A, there's a little Ooh. scuffle. There's a little scuffle at least. So scuffle sounds very dramatic and very exciting. Well, it got more dramatic. Oh <laughs> yeah. Accidentally. Yeah, that's yeah, that that's that yeah, that's where we can't talk about, but it's 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 pretty it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. I think the fans are going to dig it. And then there's a very exciting uh little a little thing that comes up after our little experiment and you have an awesome little connection with me. And we become even oh, closer yes. in more ways than you could imagine. Oh, that's a week ahead. Yes, that now. I mean, it even it even gets it it, it gets more and more uh, of a perfect circle every time I pick up a script. That's 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 probably all I can say. I then I can't say much either, other than <laughs> I think this is pretty clever. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I'm well, wondering if you were you were in Ferncliff, but I. Oh, mm. I you're wish, just, I wish, I wish, you're not. They, I wish you're not. they could come up with some reason for you to put on a nurse hat and a, and a nurse's dress. Well, and of course, you must have told many of the, uh, of your listeners that they, uh, have, you've been watching the show for a long time. I have. Yes, I, I say it. I, I've been, I've been asked about that. I keep telling people, people are going to think I'm, st- I'm going to get arrested for stalking if I say one more time. Okay. How much. <laughs> How much like I, it was the dream come true when they told me that you were coming back and going to be in my storyline? So I mean, we were going to work together. So I mean, well, you know. it's so much fun working with you, and I am such a big fan of yours. <laughs> and you are such so generous as an actress and oh. as a human. <laughs> I uh, I wish you could all see me blushing. Aww, <laughs> truly. Well, so, Robin, please. I want to thank you so much for calling in, and you uh, know, absolutely. Do we have to nudge you uh, to maybe convince you to come back to the show in the near future and, and take some more calls from fans? Absolutely. I'm going to let you guys uh, continue on, and I believe I'm coming back on the 27th. Awesome. So mark your calendars. Awesome. Mark your calendars. July right. 27th, same time, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Sounds like uh, maybe we'll have lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great show, you guys. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon, Lisa. Okay. And you too, Dan. Bye-bye. Bye. Surprise. That was like, now this is, I'm forever in my life going to know that Friday the 13th is the best day. That's, you know, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to spread Friday the 13th love and 
to give out a little money to people's favorite charities. Uh-oh. <laughs> is, that the, is this what time it is? <laughs> it's time. We have a little bit of a theme music that we're going to play here. It's time for the $250 Soap Pyramid. Play okay. the theme. I'm going to sit up and pay attention. Uh-oh. I'm hearing music. I okay, used to love so, that show, too, by the way. You know, I remember being at home and watching Dick Clark give away all the money and, you know, creeping closer to the TV as they were getting closer to the top of the pyramid, yes. waiting to see them win $10,000 or $25,000. We don't have that kind of budget here I understand. on the show. I understand. But we've got $250 that yes. is up for grabs for your favorite charity. Who are you going to be playing for today? Today I'm going to be playing for a charity called uh, Chrysalis. Uh, there's so many charities that I love. This one this one, um, I haven't uh, done anything for in a while. They uh, work in the city of Los Angeles to put uh, the homeless of Los Angeles, rehabilitate them and put them uh, back to work uh, so that they can be generative uh, members of society. And it's, and it's they, they do a now, lot of really great work. That it, it sounds, and particularly now, there are so many people who are in need. Unfortunately, there are yeah. so many people who have you know, lost homes due to foreclosures and, and changing. And yeah. it sounds like it's some great work. Yeah, and it's one of those like like Habitat that I also work out. That's that's one of those sort of like hand up instead of hand out. It allows the people to really be functional in their own in their own um, you know upliftment, so to say. So I really like so that about the charity. We're gonna. Cue this up. The category okay. is, is the same as it's been for everybody in the first round. It's names the same. It's people okay. who have the name Lisa. It's people who have the name uh, Cicero. It's people who have the name Olivia, things like that. And okay. then afterwards, we're going to go back to the lines. I know we have uh, a couple of callers. We have Greg in California who wants to come on the show. We'll, we'll get to him. Okay. But if you're ready to win some money for Chrysalis. Yes. Good All luck right. finding someone else who has the name of Cicero, by the way. But anyway, go for it. You might be surprised. So we're <laughs> going to get ready for the timer on the first clue. Okay. And this is the daughter of Homer and Marge, Bart's sister. Lisa Simpson. Uh, it's a famous painting. The woman is smiling. Mona Lisa. Yes. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, she's a, an Australian singer. I, she sang, like, the, the You're the One That I Want from Greece. Maybe. Olivia Newton-John. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, she's an Asian-American. She was on The View. She's now on Oprah's Lisa channel. Lane. Yes. Um, the, the daughter of, of, the, of, of the king. Uh, thank you very much. Lisa Marie Presley. Um, uh, she's on Days of Our Lives. She does the commercial now where she puts on the, the undergarments the, the, on the red carpet. Uh, uh, Harry oh. Hamlin's wife. Oh, Lisa Rinna. Yeah. Um, ooh, uh, it was a soap opera, not Dynasty, not uh, uh, not not Landing, not Dallas. Oh, Falcon Mary Crest. <laughs> it's close enough. Uh, oh, are we still going? Did we run out of time? I think we ran out of time. I'll give you the last one anyway. She was one of the Cosby kids. One of the Cosby kids, Lisa Bonet. Yes. She's now married to Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones. Okay, so that was far more information than I knew. No, that's true. That's true. That's a true really? statement, I believe. Okay. I'm just saying. I did not know this. I, yeah. I was My clue, I guess, would have been that she was at one point married to Lenny Kravitz. That's true. She's... So you got all of them. Did I now, really? You're guaranteed, you're guaranteed the $250 for your charity. Oh, yay. I thought I was going to embarrass myself. Thank you. But we have the bonus round where okay. if you didn't win all the money, you could, you'd certainly go for it. But so this is pretty much, uh, no pain, no gain. You're going to okay. get the money anyway, just, but it's just, just gravy icing on the cake. I get it. Okay. This is like the old match game. You have to fill in the blank. We'll wait a couple seconds while I write down my answer. Okay. Banana blank. What? It's exactly what I wrote down. Yes. Okay. I wasn't very creative, but I'm not supposed to be creative. I'm just supposed to say the most obvious thing. You're just supposed to go with what I'm thinking, and usually that's not not very creative. You've got $250 for Chrysalis. I know that they're going to be able to put that money to good work. Absolutely. We'll make sure that they get that. And you've also now qualified to come back for our $2,500 Tournament of Champions. Ooh, I like it. Against Kristen Alderson. I, yeah, you said she's really good at it. She was really good. Huh. Hmm. Maybe I'll have to, maybe I'll have to do something, something, something dirty and devious. I don't know. Like offering just, her some I like, tea? No, like I'll take her out drinking the night before or something and, <laughs> and I'll just drink ginger ale. 
Wow, you, you're you're very competitive. You're you're willing to go the extra mile for chrysalis. It's almost like I've been watching soap operas my whole life. <laughs> well, as I said, <laughs> don't offer her any tea. That might be going maybe a little bit too far. <laughs> So let's go back. Uh, we have, I said, we have a couple of callers. We have a, another caller from New York who hopefully is not anyone from Port Charles. Okay. It's Pam <laughs> in New York. Pam, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. Hi, Lisa. How are you both? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. My question is, what's your favorite storyline that you have been in? That I have been in? Um, I would say that my favorite storyline was the was Olivia's Secret when she first came to town. With uh, and playing that that out with with Dominic and with Maurice, um, and even though that was not that it was a, a particularly enjoyable day to to play, the day that he got shot, it was it was it was that the culmination of all that tension. Um, but I, I that that was a great time for for me and my character on the show when she had that that fantastic secret and. There were so many levels to play. She was keeping it from, you know, from Sonny, from Johnny. She was keeping things from Dante. She was, she really, and that, that's, that's, um, that's a lot of, a lot of fun to do as an actor. And, um, and I, did, I had a lot, a lot to do, too. Well, it was a lot of fun for fans, too, uh, for people who were tuning in and wondering where it was going to go. And, yeah. thinking, oh, no, he can't possibly shoot his kid even though he doesn't know it and then you know oh my god you just shot your son yeah you did that really good by the way i i think (laughs) that that was that they really did they set up a really good um uh, really really good uh tense storyline there i i think that that really was one of those um uh, 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 um, daytime writing achievements, the way that they, the way that they drew it, they drew it out really well, and, I mean, and I know a lot of people weren't very happy with the way that, um, that, you know, that just simply the fact that Olivia forgave Sonny, I know there's still people out there that are like, I think pissed at me personally, <laughs> that, that Olivia would ever forgive Sonny, and I mean, I, you know, I think, I think part of that was, was whatever guilt she had for not having spoken up Sooner, what you know that that she maybe felt partly responsible, even though she was glad she raised him out of the mob. Blah 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 blah. But but that that for sure was that the lead up to that was was for sure my favorite part of the storyline since I've been there. Well, I want to thank you, Pam, for that call, and and for you, Lisa. You know that you've arrived when you've managed to piss off a soap fan or two. Oh yeah, quite a few, <laughs> quite a few there. I guess I arrived that day. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I mentioned at the top of this segment that you also appeared. In the series finale of Star Trek Voyager. Sure. So let me, let's do a little bit of, of delving into that world. First of all, prior to that appearance, were you a fan of any of the Star Trek series? Yep. I'm, I'm a minor Trekkie, not, not a, not a huge, huge Trekkie, but I've always sort of, um, respected those stories that they tell. They, they, they really are. Um, I know people, people goof, you know, people that aren't Trekkies sort of laugh at the whole thing because it, you know, it seems like, you know, with all the, the, the big ears and the funny heads and the whatever, it seems it seems hokey if you don't really know what the stories are that they're telling and 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 the way that that sci-fi allows uh writers and and viewers to sort of ask questions about humanity that you sort of can't mm-hmm. ask in any other genre. And I've always, you know, sort of respected it for that. I was really really psyched. I actually was pregnant when I when I did that and I always sort of I I, I love looking at those pictures because I think, "Oh, my my little baby, he's like part Klingon." Because I'm a quarter Klingon in that in that show, I always tell that to my son. Oh, I think you're getting ridges in your forehead. I guess I think it's the Klingon coming out. When he was little, he used to sort of believe me. That's 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 some that's some good parenting, guys. That's want to want to try to scare your kid that he's turning into a space alien because you played one on TV. <laughs> that's how you raise him. Keep working at General Hospital. You'll need some money for therapy if that's the case. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, so, exactly. Well, no, that that was so much fun. And I'll tell you what, walking across the Paramount lot in a full, like, custom-made Starfleet suit with a Klingon head, I, in my lifetime, I never have and I never will feel like such a badass in my life. Because Klingons are, I mean, I don't know if you know Star Trek at all, but Klingons are badass. And I, I just, there were, like, the tour buses were going through with people, and I was just, like, walking past the tour buses in my Klingon suit, just like, I will rip your face off. Like I was, I was in heaven, because I'm such a in real life. I'm really such a wuss, not like Olivia at all. <laughs> like when someone's really on my you know what list, 
I, I was thinking that because there is someone in the moment that, that's a little bit on my you-know-what list, and I'm like, and what am I going to do? Like, I'm probably going to go and be nice to them. <laughs> like, I don't, I, don't even, I don't even have it in me. So. Well, I want to, looking at the clock, I want to make sure we get all of this in. We still have one more caller, but fans will have an opportunity to meet you and a whole bunch of other people from the world of Star Trek next month in Las Vegas. And yes. we're going to post a link to that so people can go and find out. They can come and meet you. Excellent. And, you yeah, know, I'll be meeting people, signing pictures, signing stuff, and saying hello. My mom will probably be there, too, helping me with my with my little booth there. So I, I can't, it's going to be my first Star Trek convention, so if you're a Trekkie or a or even if you're not a Trekkie, come by and, and check it out and say hi. If you can't make it to uh, California for General Hospital Fan Club Weekend, I will be there. There'll be some guy named William Shatner or something there. I, be, I think like all the time. big hitters are coming this year. So let's. we have a time for a very quick call from Linda from Missouri. Linda, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Linda. Hi, Dan. Hi, Lisa. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, do you have anything coming up outside of General Hospital? Any other guest spots on other television shows that you can tell us about? Um, I haven't shot anything lately. No, nothing, nothing that no, that you haven't seen uh, yet. So yeah, it's it's such a it's when when that works out based on the on our schedule and the way we shoot. That, that, you know, there happens to be a couple weeks off and there happens to be a job that you're perfectly right for and you manage to book it and you're able to make the audition when you're not working. It, it's like a miracle. I, I've gotten to do maybe three guest spots since in the last year or so, which, which is, it's, it's, it's a miracle that that would happen. Um, well, but, but yeah, I don't have any in the, in the can right now. Well, I, I, the time has gone way too fast, Lisa. Yes. I don't know where it's gone. So we're okay. almost out of time. That means that we have to have you back for another show sometime in the future, and we can get to the rest of the the folks who maybe have other questions. But I Absolutely. want to thank you so much this for spending so much Friday fun. I'll the do it anytime. Remember you said that. We'll we'll have <laughs> we'll have you back. I also want to thank Haley Pullos for dropping by in the last segment. Robin Matson for her surprise call. Remember she'll be on the show in two weeks. Coming up next week we'll have a less than spooky Friday the twentieth episode with all my children's Alicia Minshew. That'll be uh, something to look forward to. Remember if you've missed any part of today's show, want to hear it again, or any of our past shows, we. Have them all archived at SoapCentral.com slash radio. It's entirely free to listen to any of them. You can download them, stream them. Good time. Great stuff. But we'll be back again next week, as I mentioned, with Alicia Minshew on the continuing saga of Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.